Oh, welcome to Live from Lockdown. Zach and Dom keeping you company in this time of the coronavirus. I'm from my house. Dom's from his big show today. Later on, Dom, I want to take a swipe at Triple J. There's something Triple J, the radio station, has been doing that's been irking me. Plus, why you should never use a public bubbler again. And this actually isn't coronavirus related. But something I saw at a public bubbler really turned me off the other day. But we'll start with the big news, the update from Dom the Wildlife Warrior. Last week, you told us about how I think on Thursday night, you'd be camping out to try to catch an injured possum in your area. Mm. How did it go? Well, I'm going to forewarn people that there's a sad ending to this story. So uh, get the tissues Uh-oh, ready. Not for kids. <laughs> no, no. It, look, basically, I'd noticed there was this young injured possum uh, up the road, and I contacted the RSPCA, and they left me a trap to trap a possum, and they'd come and pick it up and look after it. I spent three nights trying to catch this possum, Zach. It kept evading my trap. Actually, the second night, I caught a different possum twice, which was remarkable. <laughs> The same one. Seriously, I went up there and there's another possum in that area who I've seen around before and he, he'd found himself in the trap. I let him out. I came back an hour later and he got himself back in the trap again. So I don't know how that happened, but not the smartest one in, Free in the food. block. Yeah. Um, I also caught a rat in there well, briefly as well, which was, that was the third did, catch Did of you the have to let that out or did it go out? No, that, I, let, I let that. But it fit through. No, no. It couldn't fit through the, uh, the you know, the uh, wire. No, no. I had to let that one out as well. So that, that was the second. That was also unsuccessful. Okay, so what we also need to update you on is that, or remind everyone of rather, mm. is that this possum and trap situation was in someone else's property. <laughs> yes. So you yeah. spent three nights mm. in someone's yard. Well, did you did you interact with them at all? No, did you- no. I was just out the front of their yard. I mean, it was I was on their property, but I was more nature strip. It was kind of just on the the verge. So it really, they would have heard someone clambering around with a metal cage, but they wouldn't have heard much else. We're just going to have to put a pause in the podcast for a second, speaking of mm. animals interacting. Yeah. My dogs have found something outside have they? and they're barking at it. And I'm concerned that it's either A, a possum or yeah. B, the snake we've been talking about because they've been scratching around <laughs> underneath the floorboards and I can now hear them barking. I was hoping that it would just go away. Sure. But just give me a second. I'm going to report. Right. You, go, you go chase that down. Okay, sorry everyone for that brief <laughs> digression. Uh, no visual confirmation of anything. I've brought the dogs inside though. I'm pretty confident they had found the snake though. It's a, it's a warm afternoon here in Brisbane and I think it might be on it on the move. Really? Okay, so the dogs are fine and there's no other wildlife injured. That's the report. Uh, well, it depends where the snake's gone, I guess. <laughs> sure, sure. Give it a few minutes. Well, I'll pick up my possum story then, and if we hear the barking again, I mean, this can be a bit of a, something we follow live. We should enter this into... We should enter the podcast into some type of wilderness awards. <laughs> the amount yeah, of content true. we're covering around wild animals. Mm, at the very least, we could change the category on iTunes. You know, you can change, like, different categories. It's a wildlife podcast. I've always think that's a good idea, to be honest with you, mm. because it's it's better to be in one of the niche categories. Yeah, that's true. Because you can be at the top of a niche. Much better to be top of a niche than the bottom of a... Mm. Do you want to be a small fish yeah. in a big pond mm. or a big fish in a small pond? Yeah. I mean, if you ask Free Willy, you want to be a small <laughs> fish in a big pond. Yeah. 
Yeah. But if we're using it as an analogy, we want to be the big fish. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, so picking the possum story up then in, you know, and I hope we, we by this stage are qualifying for the environmental or wildlife category. So we're on night three. Yeah. Dom's night three. Pulled it, gone down to this person's front yard yeah. three nights in a row. Mm. Questions are being raised by the people as they're well, looking outside the blinds. He's yeah. back, honey. <laughs> He's back. I, we almost got to call the police last night. Mm. Please, can we call the police tonight? <laughs> he just, well, this, the he's, thing he's is holding that. us hostage in our own home. We can't go out our front door. Um, the the thing is to to just float here, and I realize we're having a few Zoom problems today, aren't we? It's our first time having Zoom problems in in a number of months. The technology's failing us today. Well, you did disappear for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah a bit of a delay. Anyway, we'll pick it up. Basically, third night, I um I went down. I just at dusk, just at nightfall, I put the possum trap out. Went out for dinner. Came back at about ten o'clock, and success. Amazingly, we've caught this possum with its injured leg. Uh, so we took it back to my place and had a bit of a, we, we called the RSPCA. They sent an ambulance out, an animal ambulance to pick it up and we could kind of see. <laughs> yep. I imagine it was just someone's car. It does say animal ambulance on it. So they do have vans that say animal ambulance. Sirens? No sirens. No. Or at least they turned them off for our street. You know, maybe they had them going through the, the traffic lights on the way. Um, but the animal ambulance arrived and we did with the, the vet who got out of the ambulance, have a look at the leg. And it looked like there was, I don't know how much you know about tendonitis, not tendonitis, sorry, dermatitis in, um, in brushed out possums, but dermatitis is a bit annoying for humans and it can be fatal for possums. Uh, who are you talking to when you say, I don't know how much you know, like, <laughs> is that the podcast audience or are you referring that to me? You. Because if I knew something about it, I'd be in a very different field, wouldn't I? Well, that's true. But okay, I'll fill you in then. Basically, dermatitis is like an infection in possums that can take over the whole skin, be really painful, and often kills sorry, them. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. You've confused me not knowing with me being interested. <laughs> Which I am not. Anyway. well, The, the yeah. possum's injured. That's all I need to know. Yeah. It has a disease. And they took it off to the RSPCA and we called up the following day and said, what's the update? They give you a little job number to call up and get an update. And they said, look, the possum's on fluids. It's going to be, it looks like it might be a bit of a journey back for this, this little guy. Um, you know, we're going to have to probably send it to a care and whatever. And we were all happy and all like, oh, it's going to receive the care it needs. Call up the next day for another update, and they've sadly had to put the possum down because the dermatitis was um was too advanced, too severe, and there was no way of, of fixing it. They said so. They said they had to put it to sleep, and uh, yeah. in the twenty four hours or so since then, there's been some tears, there's been some hugs. It's been actually quite an emotional time, and uh, the point is, are you serious? Of course, I'm serious. I thought I was going to save this possum's life. I saw its little. You know, scared eyes looking at me from the cage where I was trying to save it, and it's dead. There's such an interesting dynamic here mm. where you form this connection. Yeah, I know, and I don't. This is you know, this podcast goes so often goes down this avenue. Mm. But why do I not feel that connection? And I'm a vegetarian. Yeah, the idea of like a wild animal dying. Mm. He's like, I'm like, well, that's what happens in the wild. They die. Yeah, yeah. But then you choose to eat them every day <laughs> and then you cry when one dies. Well, it's when you personally have a relationship, right? I couldn't eat a cow I had a personal relationship with. It's disassociation. And I know that you have a problem with disassociation generally. You have a real problem with mm. people disassociating from an animal that they're eating an animal. But I, I would say this, this possum. I spent nights putting the trap out. I'm not to save happy about it. I don't, I don't want people to think that I'm delighted that this possum passed away. I'm not <laughs> yeah. hearing that story yeah. when it said it passed away, and I'm not going, yes, another one. 
Well, look, like, I'm upset about it. I'd rather that it lived. Yeah. I'm not going to be moved to tears, though. Right. Well, it was. I think it was just sad because we had a lot of hopes riding on this possum making recovery. We'd even put our names down because they do this with the RSPCA. They, you can put your name down to be there for its return to the wild. So if they're able to heal it, you can be there as it gets let back into the wild and sort of you know see it go back fully healed. So we had our names down to do that as well. I'd offered to pay any vet fees to look after it. We were we were going all you know all excited and all optimistic. So it was just a sad ending. It's an interest. There's an interesting idea in conservation that uh, cute animals are very easy to get public awareness about. Yeah. So animals with fur, sure. koalas, yep, pandas. Mm. These are the things that you see a lot. Even polar bears and stuff like that. They have cute offspring. Yeah. It's very hard to raise awareness for lizards <laughs> sure. or snakes, s- snakes, worms, yeah, things like that. These are things that um often have as much, if not more, impact to ecosystems. Yeah. Like, you know, if they were to go extinct. I can't help to think the idea of putting your name down there to be there for its release Mm. is really playing into a certain stream of conservation where people like cute things. Uh, I understand what you mean, and you you might have a point. It's just about a personal relationship, you know? And, and look, at the end of the day, I'm still glad, obviously, we did everything we did because they told us that if we hadn't done that, that possum would have died in the next month or two anyway, and it would have been in, you know, excruciating pain for that time with this dermatitis as it slowly killed it. So, you know, ultimately, I do think we did a good thing. But, uh, but yeah, certainly that... You're happy that you, you robbed a... You're happy that you mm. rubbed a native snake of a meal? <laughs> Actually, a, there was an enormous... little snake under my house yeah. going starving. That's why it's coming out now. Yeah. Look, it goes, where the hell's that possum gone? <laughs> oh, great. Another one donated to the RSPCA. There is... Um, there is an, a, someone on the street did see an enormous carpet python just the other day, actually. So, I'm a bit worried because Polly in my backyard has just had a little baby that started going around on, on Polly's back. And I'm a little bit concerned about it's seeing that snake. Yeah. I just hope Polly knows what she's doing with that that little baby. But anyway, so that's been sort of my wildlife effort. I did hope my first, uh, my first, you know, Irwin-esque wildlife conservation effort would end with a, a you know, a more positive story. But at the end of the day, um, we caught the injured possum and it, and it was saved from a lot of pain that it would have gone through otherwise. What have you learned? You know, what would you, what would you go about differently next time that you went on, you know, it, it, you caught the wrong possum three times. Mm. Did you change anything in your approach or was it just luck that just on, you know, the luck. fourth or fifth time? Yeah, just luck. Got it. Just luck. Yep. Um, so what would I do differently next time on the whole? I'd probably not get attached to a wild animal that lives near a road, generally. You know, I'd save my emotional attachments for more sturdy things such as humans or maybe if I really want to attach to animals, something like a lion, something more sturdy. I think that's where I'm at now. Something higher in the, yeah, in the on the food th- chain. That's it. I, I think maybe I'll get, maybe I'll really get attached to a whale. Maybe I'll have an emotional attachment to a whale. Something like you know, that. One that lives a long time. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. What other animals are like turtles? I'll be, I'll form an emotional attachment to a turtle because this is this is the thing. Is possums? I mean, you probably see it in Australia anywhere you live, just about on the eastern coast at least. If you're driving anywhere in the suburbs, you you will every now and then see a possum that's been hit and is roadkill, you know, on the road. And I just think maybe I should be forming attachments to animals that are rarely roadkill, just as a general rule, a bit more sturdy. We're all, I'll speak on behalf of everyone, we're all very sorry for your loss. 
Don't Zach saying that with a smile on his I'm face. Not, I'm He's trying to be sincere because <laughs> I'm trying to. I understand that I have uh, communicated a certain level of cynicism in the last ten minutes. Yeah, and a part of it is just to provide mm. a yin to the yang of the conversation. <laughs> I'm a little afraid I went too far, yeah. and I'm trying to. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure that we're... I'm doing the current affair. Right, I'm trying to make sure that we end the conversation really at the point where we started. You're backpedaling. That's neither for or against. Right. We're just, sure. We've just perfectly represented two sides of a story. Yep. And then we're just on zero when we get back. Yeah, yep. No, fair enough. Fair enough. But I was going to say that I've had a loss as well. Have you? Uh, Tammy the Tamagotchi oh. has sadly <laughs> passed away. <laughs> I did see this Instagram post that you did. Now, yeah, it's it, the story is a little. Um, it's it's it, 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 there's a humorous element to it, mm. and that is with what I'm about to say. The last five minutes of our last podcast, the context significantly changes, and it's quite a funny listen. Okay, so. The last five minutes of our last podcast, I was talking about how live on the podcast, my mm. Tamagotchi had leveled up. Yep. I mentioned things like, it's now a bird-like creature. It appears that it's grown some wings. This is so easy. It's evolved. Things along that side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it turns out, it wasn't a bird-like creature. It was an angel. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> And what I thought was it evolving was actually it dying. Yeah, hang on, it died live on the podcast. It died oh, live on the podcast. No. How? What did you do wrong? I think it was the fact I was telling you on the podcast how I hadn't fed it for the previous twelve hours, and yeah. it went to sleep with the poo, and it might have it might have caught some type of illness. I'm not really <laughs> oh, sure. No. I haven't looked into what kills them. I think it's just neglect. Gosh. But, uh, it was. It had its hunger meter down on like zero for quite a while. I think so. That's probably what got it okay. in the end. You starved a Tamagotchi. You starved it to death. We can't rule out coronavirus. <laughs> I think. I don't know if it's transmitted <laughs> electronically between mm. Tamagotchis, mm. but the the I I was quite arrogant in the last two minutes of the last podcast where I said it's super easy. They're made for children, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to keep it alive. For, you know, the whole 20 days. Yeah. Turns out that's not the case. I haven't brought myself to restarting it yet. It's the angel is still displayed on the front oh, screen really? five days later. Well, it's... I might, I'll, I'll have to do it again because it costs $35. So, I need to get more than three days entertainment out of it. Only three days. That's disappointing. And I'm sure... It is really disappointing. That's the lowest you can get. Yeah. That's like on the sheet. That's like the lowest <laughs> bracket. That's like really bad. Has your wife, Sarah, expressed some concerns about your fathering abilities? With a baby now only a couple of months away, have there been any concerns expressed following the Tamagotchi's death? No, well, there's still two months to go. Yeah, that's true. You got time. You got a run up. And so we have a starting point now, yeah. don't we? And the only the yeah. only way is up. <laughs> that's, that's true. Like I can't get less than three days the next time, can I? You would it's like not. likely that I'll get more. I'll yeah. improve. And look, the good news about the Tamagotchi, as you told us last episode, it's not dead. It's at its home planet. So it's returned Yeah, home. it's gone back. It's gone back. And that's a positive. Uh, Speaking of which, I just remember something I forgot to tell you. Mm. So, there's been another addition to the family. We're ticking them off. Uh, I have a new niece who I'm going to meet this oh, afternoon, yes, yep. hopefully. Oh, exciting. Yep. So, that's where we're Fingers crossed. Come on. Now. Not flubber. Not flubber. Not flubber. Okay. So, the name... Uh, there's a number of people, a number of uh, two sisters and uh, sister-in-law mm. having babies this year before me. Yeah. And so, you know, we are concerned that the name's going to be taken by one of the babies mm. ahead in the list. The first one you were trying to, 
The first one was fine. That was Faye. Yeah. That's, you know, because that's Dom's last name. So there was no <laughs> no danger of me calling it that. Yeah. We're trying to avoid Flubber for the second one. Yeah. Born last week. Do you know what its name is, Dom? What? Flubber? No. And that's the end of it. That's the end of it. Flubber. Oh, God. <laughs> Close, though, wasn't it? When they announced it, when they went Flubber, I was like, oh, no, it's happening. <laughs> And then they just stopped and I was like, oh, thank goodness. Oh, gosh. Wow. Thank goodness. That's, that is, that's a close call, isn't it? That's anxiety Another close inducing. call. So there's only one left now. There's only one left. Okay. Coming in a month. What you need to do, and, um, you need to find that, that couple and give them Robin Williams' complete film collection without Flubber involved. Just to get them thinking of different areas. Don't get them thinking at all in the Flubber area. Right. I think that's so the secret. You, like, they could call it Patch. Yeah. From, or Adams. or Jumanji. Jumanji, <laughs> baby Jumanji, all that's fine. You just got to keep, just got to keep Flubber away from them. It sounds. Can you hear my dog? Yeah, have they found yeah. the snake again? They're barking at the floorboards. I don't know what they're doing. They're like <laughs> sniffing around. Okay. It's definitely, it's definitely the snake because the possum wouldn't come out during the day, and it's really hot. Is it hot at your house? It's twenty-seven. It's telling yeah, me on it the is... TV at the moment. I don't want to. I mean, we should be careful for our Melbourneian listeners who are in lockdown and it's freezing down in Melbourne of making it? it sound like things are idyllic in Brisbane. But it is warm up here today. It is. It feels like spring weather, doesn't it? Let's do, do you want me to do an around-the-country weather check? Not really. <laughs> if I'm completely Well... Because I know what that's going to be is you typing one hand for the next four and a half <laughs> shut minutes. Shut up, no. Slowly giving me the update of what every other city What is. about a quick one? Brisbane is currently 26.6 degrees. Melbourne is currently 12.2 okay. degrees. 12 degrees <laughs> in Melbourne? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. That's <laughs> oh, true. I know. I'm so sorry, Melvernians. Is it overcast fair at the moment? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, cloudy in twelve. It says, um, getting down to five degrees tonight. Hey, so I had the uh, the AGM was yesterday the yeah. community garden AGM. Bated breath. I've been waiting to hear how this went. Well, it went it went okay. Are you still um, the social media manager? I am. I've been demoted. I'm not sure if I told you that. The position, it comes with less influence now. No? It's it's in the tier under, you know, there's the president, the vice president, the secretary, and the treasurer. Yeah. In there, and I used to be up on that tier. Yeah. Okay. I've been demoted. Social media marketing has been demoted to a committee member level. Oh, no. And so they assured me it was in a demotion. Hey, but, you're off. I mean, it feels like You're it. off the front bench. You're not a cabinet member anymore. Yeah, it, there's an upper and lower house. Yeah, of course And I'm now is. a senator. Well, that's it. I mean, you now, sure, you might be an elected local member, but you're not going to be brought in on the big decision-making teams. You're not in cabinet meetings. No, and so I'm a bit disappointed about that. But, you know, the, it, the all the elected, all those positions were rolled over. You know, right, president, yeah. vice president, unopposed. No one ran against the president. Mm. And... I'm not saying that he's a dictator, but what I am saying is that often happens in dictatorships, doesn't it? And so yeah. people can draw their own conclusions. Well, you might have seen the news out of Russia that Vladimir Putin's opponent was suspiciously poisoned recently in the news. Was there any suspicious... Well, there were some people not there. There were some members who didn't show up. Who knows where they were about? Yeah. I should yeah. check in with them. Exactly. You might have got wind that they were going to challenge. And how was the time with the local councillor? Well, here's the thing. So at first, when the president was, un, uh, you know, was re-elected without any opposition, I thought, oh, here we go, here we go. 
the local councillor comes 15 minutes late. And, okay, mate. Get a watch. <laughs> yeah. uh, comes and sits down. This is when the president won me back. Because mm. you know that I was going to... I was considering whether I was going to give the local member a piece of my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you had an angry letter ready to go. The president ripped in. Seriously? Well, you know, in an appropriate manner, but they really, they didn't uh, hold back on a couple of no things. Prisoners. And I was like, oh, I was like, good on you. What sort and of, I was like, what you areas? Got, you've won me back. And just pressing on why we haven't got a lease yet and stuff like that. The local member used a real, um, yeah, it was, it, it was, uh, oh, guys, I don't know. I don't know. I'm with you. You know, these, <laughs> sure. you know, sure. these tactics where you go, mm, yeah. yeah, they should have done it by now. It is very confusing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And there's, at the end, I was thinking like, oh, it mustn't be his responsibility. But then I thought, maybe that's a tactic. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's a tactic they use to like, you know, we're all in this together. Yeah. Kind of like when you used to dob on your classmates <laughs> yeah. and then the teacher, you'd do it in secret and then the teacher would get you all in trouble and you'd be like, this is rubbish, isn't it, guys? Yeah, yeah, well, and I guess also it's a bit, it's a bit Trump-esque though as well because remember how recently he said he takes no responsibility? And it's like, you're the president. It has to be... Oh, yeah, he was asked about if he takes responsibility for the deaths and he said, I take no responsibility, which just was a great admission. At at one point, this is is as much shade that you can throw in a community garden. Yeah. You know, that these guys were thrown. The local councillor, because they were like, we'll give you a tour. And I think he was trying to get some brownie points. Mm. And so he's like, well, I'm not a stranger to the site. And so he was trying to say that he comes by quite often. And keeping in mind that we're just going into spring, it's September. Yeah. And uh, he goes, last time I was here, I noticed that uh, there were some nice pumpkins growing. And the president goes, yes, we were growing some pumpkins in summer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, wow. That was wow. seven months ago that we were doing that. Mustn't have been for a while. So, okay, what we're seeing here... I, I've been against this president with you. You know, I've been pushing you to run an, an opposing ticket. But I have to say, hearing this, I'm starting to see why this person was elected in the first place. It's right. it's a strong tone for their... Is this their second term or third term? Mm, mm. And I think the fact that they were voted in unanimously only minutes earlier <laughs> yeah. really gave them confidence sure. that they had a mandate to lead. Well, that's it. And now we're seeing the strength of a leader. We're seeing them deliver mm. now. And I mean, it makes me... What's it? A 12-month term? Yep. Term, it makes me incredibly excited for what lies ahead. Do you know what I'm saying? Like- now, the um, I'm going to reserve judgment on the councillor. Yep. Seems like that, you know, they went hard after him yesterday. Yep. And I'm hoping that he can turn this around now. Yep. Turn the involvement around. And hopefully he can lead some change in the local council. Well, the thing is, though, sometimes people like that, they'll, they'll promise the world when you're actually talking to them, but then they'll never reply to emails. So the question is, have you been able... Do you have contact details? Are they a, reply, a reliable re- communicator? I don't know. The good thing about local councillors, I guess, is that they, uh, they're they in the community a bit. Yeah. You know, I see them often down at the markets. Yeah. So I could probably go up and... Uh, Say something then. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, but okay, well, that look, that's exciting. So next August is the next AGM. 
I'm going yeah. to put already, I mean, I, I know it's, what, day one after the AGM, but I'm putting the president on notice. I think they need to continue to lead with this strength and this vision. Well, they, well, they can't run again. It's oh, really? It's only two terms, two years, yeah. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. Do you reckon they'll do It'd a Trump, though? They'll do a Trump and try to change it. And try to change the rules. Yeah. yeah that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So, wait, the, the hey, seat's going to be open next year. I mean, you've yeah, got to start Yeah, and I'm looking now. around the group. I mean, I don't know. I could start now. I reckon in a year, I said this to my wife, mm. I reckon in a year, yeah. I could get to that point. Yeah. I'd have to could. start taking a bit more of a lead, though. Yeah. I don't think people see me as a uh, wealth of knowledge down there. When you retire, do you get a presidential um, pension? Do you get all those sorts of things? They should consider that yeah. in the way of like a plot. Yes, yes. You know, your own, it's the president's plot. Yeah. And we'll have a line of them. That's where good. each of the president's gardens. I, you can have from, a Mount Rushmore. Gone by. A Mount Rushmore of plots. That's a great idea. Well, I also think, I mean, there's every chance this president will, as they leave, name something after themselves. Do you know what I mean? Like this mm, is, so for example, the early presidents get to do that. You know, you could name Manders Plot, Manders Field, something like that. Well, it is interesting because, you know, with I don't know how long we'll be at this house yeah. up the road from the community garden. So I don't know how long we'll be in the area. Yeah. But I was thinking with my child being born soon, I was like, we are planting all these trees. Mm. It will be interesting, you know, five, ten years time. Yeah. That they weren't planted or they were planted around the time of the child's birth. Well, there's an idea, but like, actually. But the kid doesn't know that. Do you know what I mean? They just That will be just their memory of the place they grew up. And I was thinking they might come back in 20 years and it might be a huge tree mm. full of fruit. And they'll be like, I remember picking limes off that tree or whatever. Do you know? It's if- kind of interesting to think of it in a context of um, how you reflect on where you grew up. I'm like, that's what my yeah, child's yeah. going to think about this area. A friend of mine, their, their dad, the day that them and their two siblings were born, they their dad planted a tree in the backyard the same day each of them were born and it was like their tree and so as they grew the tree grew and there'd be a picture of them on like their sixth birthday next to a six-year-old tree and then the 21st birthday 21 year old tree it's a kind of nifty idea maybe you could do that i like that it's a lot of pressure to keep it alive oh really yes because <laughs> well, imagine if there's four kids and like one of the trees died yeah. that kid would feel so bad maybe you should plant three trees as a safety net. yes for safety yeah so you got backup trees and you also want to make sure you're planning one that at least mm. is alive for like a human's average life. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, some trees only live 10 years or whatever. Yeah, that would true. be depressing. Yeah, you'd want, you'd want an 80, you'd want an oak. I was um, listening to Triple J this morning yep. on the way to, uh, I was ta- been taking my wife to work because she's quite big at the moment. Yeah, of you course. Know, pregnancy-wise, and she has to walk up this big hill. How many weeks is she now? <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Post 30. Yeah, wow. Sure. After, so it's business end. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm flicking through the radio sessions. I do acknowledge that being 30 years old mm. and being critical of Triple J <laughs> is going to be like an okay boomer moment. It's a rite of passage. It's when you become, you know, no longer a young person. Now, this isn't about the music. Love the music. Yeah. This isn't about the presenters. Love the presenters. Sure. I think the breakfast show is great. Do you know what they do sometimes now? Not all the time, but in the news report, mm. when they're reporting sports things, yep. and it's often very niche things because they would just like include one sports story just to like show that they've covered sports because <laughs> sure. obviously they can't cover it for the whole country because yep. Triple J goes across the whole country. Mm. So they'll be like, the Grand Prix was overnight and uh, I don't know, Lewis Hamilton won. I don't know. Something like yeah, that. That's probably appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Something like that could have happened. Sure. Now introduce it now though by saying... Uh, 
Spoilers coming up for the Grand Prix overnight. If you don't want to hear a score, tune out now. Or if you don't want to know the result. Can you have spoilers in the news? No, you can't have that. That's not okay. Like, we all... Like, if you don't want to know the score... Yeah. You would have tuned out when the news came on or when they went, okay, now it's time for sports. Like, I understand that we're trying to be sensitive to people not having their, their sports ruined... But I'm like, it's the news. Yeah. That's why we're. That's what we're listening to the news for to hear the score. And the problem is, I mean, how dark can you get there? There was a car crash on the motorway this morning. Spoilers. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to wait for the true crime podcast, <laughs> tune out now. Well, this is what I mean. Now, I I do know as someone who's gone to AFL games a lot through my life, often the way the AFL is fixtured they'll have another game on simultaneously somewhere else in the country, and on the big screen at the game you're at. They'll say, we're going to put up the... So I'll be in a Brisbane Lions versus Carlton game. And they'll say, we're about to put the scores up for West Coast up against Frio. Uh, if you don't want to see the score, look away from the screen now. And they'll have like, the updated halftime score. Now, that makes sense to me because that's currently happening. And there would be people at our game who maybe have taped the other one to go home and watch later. But when and it's the news the next day... you're choosing to, you know, engage in something where the scores might be revealed. Oh, totally. like, that's just thrust upon you. Yes. You're watching another game yes. and then something comes up on the big screen. It would be like if they said, like, uh, came up on the big screen, uh, Darth Vader is Luke's dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> yes. I'm trying to... That, I'm, I've been trying to avoid that spoiler for the last 50 years yeah. from the original Star Wars. Yeah. But when you're in the car listening to the news, yeah. I think you expect them to report news yeah. and results. No, I agree with you. Don't I, you? Well, I also don't know how... I, like, spoilers for a big movie that's come out not everyone's had the chance to see yet. Sure. For me, once a big sporting match has finished, that's not a spoiler. If I tell you, oh, did you see the State of Origin last night? Queensland just won. I don't have to say spoiler alert first. Yeah, I don't think you. I don't think people can get angry at you. That that's no, my opinion. No. Maybe I've just realised. Maybe they're doing it because, like, if the sporting event was overnight, yeah, possibly, and so maybe they're thinking that people might have taped it. But you know my opinion on spoilers. I don't believe in them. What do you mean? Full stop. I don't. I don't think it ruins the experience. Mm. I don't. When people get really upset about spoilers, um. You know, these days, I think when I was younger, I might have cared more. As I've got older, I think watching movies means a lot less to me these days. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't care. Okay, yeah. cool. They die at the end. They die at the end in every second movie. Probably could have predicted that. Well, no, I thought the same. Uh, I've always, I've toed and froed on spoilers a bit. Someone spoiled the Steve Martin movie, Father of the Bride, just before <laughs> I watched it. And I, that did, I was really angry I know, about hang that. On. Was it the director when they made it? <laughs> <laughs> It is a great film. It is a great film, Father of the Bride. Um, let's play a quick IMDb. <laughs> to be fair, off. I haven't seen it. So Rotten Tomatoes off. What do you reckon the IMDb of Father of the Bride is? So not. I un- think it's pretty well liked. So I think eighty percent. A seventy percent Rotten Tomatoes, six point five IMDb. That's pretty good. My point is, I I won't spoil what happens at the end of that film for you. Um, and, but but someone did spoil it for me. I imagine I the bride gets married. Does the bride get married? <laughs> Yeah, the bride no, gets We'll married, give a spoiler but... alert. If you don't want to know how Father of the Bride ends, mm. turn your podcast down for the next 30 seconds. Yep. Let me know how it ends. So basically, at the wedding, Steve Martin is running around doing all this organizing and he doesn't actually get to see, at the reception, doesn't actually get to see his daughter um, before she leaves the venue. But then the, at the very end of the film, she calls him from the airport to say thank you for everything. 
Oh, so he thinks like that he's not going to have the final goodbye moment. Yeah, yeah, and she calls because him. Because he's too busy. So someone said to me... That's not a spoiler. Why, that's what do you mean spoiler. that's not a spoiler? <laughs> How did they, what did the person even say? Uh, they to said to me, they said, I'll oh, wait for the end when she calls him. And when you think he's missed the chance to say goodbye and then she calls him from the airport. So I was like, well, I know she's going to call him from the airport. So uh, there's no emotional gravity now for him being sad about not saying goodbye to her. Do you know why I don't think it ruins it? Yeah. And I do, I, the experience of watching a movie and it like, um, and it taking twists and turns that you don't expect. I do understand yeah. that, you know, that's enjoyable. Yeah. However, when you know how a movie ends, mm. you still feel the things that you're meant to feel. Like, have you ever sure. watched a movie before and you're getting really anxious about, you know, a, a, a character's well-being? Like, are they going to die? Mm. Or are they going to get together? Yep. But you've watched the film before. You know they get together. You know they don't die. Or it's like a superhero movie and you know that they're making three of them. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> okay, well, I know they're not going to die in the first one. Yeah. But you still feel like they might die. You still feel like yeah, they're in jeopardy. True. You still feel like that the people aren't going to get together when you know that they are. You've seen the trailer. You've seen them together at the end. That's true. I, I Yeah, certainly I understand your point. And I would say my position on spoilers on the whole has changed somewhat. I did, I did tell you I went to see the Christopher Nolan movie Tenet at the movies a few weeks ago now. Someone asked me or pleaded with me once I said I'd seen that not to spoil it for them and i said i couldn't if i wanted to I, impossible i don't know what was happening <laughs> no idea what that was about <laughs> like like i uh, please it's spoil- like i could i could tell you about the movie and you'd actually be more confused it wouldn't clear things up <laughs> if somebody would like to spoil tenet for me please do because you <laughs> you might help me understand what actually happened that would be really helpful service i um I was at the park the other day. Mm. These people came along. And I'm not throwing shade at your dog, Bobby. Oh, dear. But this was, I feel like, a little bit of a representation of his breed. Sure. These people had two dogs that looked like Bobby. What's Bobby? He's a Laza Apso cross with a Shih Tzu. A Lazo Apso Laza Apso, I think it is, cross with a Shih Tzu, yeah. A little fluffy dog. <laughs> sure. Right? Yes. Is that how would you describe it? Yeah, little fluffy black dog. They're coming along and there's a human bubbler for humans. <laughs> sure. You know, yeah. 70 centimetres high, much higher than any dog. Yeah. You have to press a button for the water to come out. Yep. Dogs, most dogs can't do that. Mm. These people lifted their dog up to the human bubbler in, in like a Mission Impossible style, suspended <laughs> it above the bubbler, turned it on. And they both drunk out of the bubbler. Uh, now, not only that, but you know how small their tongues are because yeah, you have one. Yeah. There is no way that tongue wasn't touching nah. the lip of that bubbler. No. Nah. That is disgusting. Yeah, that's not okay. I don't know. Dogs lick other dogs' butts. Yeah. Dogs lick their own butts. Yep. Dogs probably at times... I've seen my dog eat its own vomit. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, And that's probably the nicer things that it's been eating. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's disgusting on a public bubble. And the problem is generally these things in parks have like a tap down the bottom that you can turn the tap on and the dog can drink from the tap. And that's what that's kind of there for. The pub- I mean, bubblers generally... I, I would say bubblers are not one of humanity's greatest inventions. Well, the... <laughs> I, I would be more upset about this if I didn't think that bubblers are gone forever anyway <laughs> yes, because of coronavirus. Yes. There's no way they're coming back. No. Well, I mean, even you think about it at school and how totally unhygienic a bubbler was, you know, at, at I at remember school. 
there's certain bubblers and you'd have a line of bubblers. If people don't know what we're talking about, yeah. bubblers is what Australians call water fountains. And, well, but in, in schools, it's more like a trough, isn't it? There was a, it was a trough and there's a number of them in a row yeah. coming out of the wall. Yes. And you would know which ones were good. Yeah, it's yeah. like second from the end, yeah. that's the one with the good pressure. <laughs> yeah. Now, what some clever people would do mm. at the time, we thought it was clever, mm. is stuff certain things into the nozzle to increase pressure so it would go higher. Yep. This could be done for fun, to squirt your friends. <laughs> that's a good laugh. Yep. This could also be done for practical reasons so that it was easier to get a drink. Sure. I remember people like permanently sticking sticks down there. <laughs> Did they do this at your school? Yeah. So yep. like the so the opening would be halved and increasing the pressure, the water pressure as it came out. Yep. Like thinking about drinking stick water now, I don't know how safe that was. Well, if you just talking about stick water, I remember we I was once going to a drama performance at, at my high school, and we so were there, we were there at night after school hours, about nine o'clock. Speaking of possums, I saw a possum crawling along the bubblers crawling along the top of the bubblers and it stopped in it weed in the trough and then went on its way. And well, I, you can't blame it for that. No, Because no. how could it tell the difference between the public toilet trough <laughs> and the drinking trough? Oh, it probably thinks it's toilet trained. Totally. Well, that's a good point. But I was thinking when we came to school every day, we had no idea what was happening to these bubblers overnight outside of school hours. I doubt someone came through and sanitised them overnight and lines of, of students just going up and drinking straight from where that, that possum weed. So... The other thing that people would do is if the, there was only a little bit of water pressure so it wouldn't shoot very high, is some people would put their whole mouth over it. Yeah, yeah, commonly. And, I mean, like, no wonder diseases spread through schools so quickly. Oh. I mean, there's, maybe it's good for... To throw, it's like you know, seasoning your meal. Maybe throwing in a little <laughs> bit of disease into schools is good for kids' immune systems. Yeah. I don't know. Not bubblers though. But I'm like, no wonder we always had colds and stuff like that. I think what instead of bubblers, what they should do is every classroom should get one of those office water coolers. Because and everyone have a water bottle. Everyone have a water like bottle that. because the secret there is that if the water cooler is in the in the classroom, then the teacher can mind it and make sure no one's doing anything inappropriate. And that way, because you can, it, it'd be quite annoying and inconvenient to have to bend down to get under a water cooler to drink from it. So I, I reckon think personal better. water bottles have been normalised a lot more now for school kids. Yes, than we have. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think hey, kids probably have their own water bottles. Speaking of, so, water- well, I was just going to say before before you yeah, go yeah. on, just about uh, bubblers and people putting their mouths over them. Mm. Have you seen that scene in Parks and Recreation where they're trying to stop the <laughs> residents putting their mouths over the water bubblers, yes. and then you mentioning that water bubblers are a horrible invention? Yeah, that actually isn't much of an exaggeration. I remember I listened to a podcast about the invention of bubblers and they actually had to do that. Seriously? They had to figure out a way to stop people putting their whole mouths over them. <laughs> and like at the time, it was actually a fantastic invention because it gave people access to clean water sure, that sure, didn't sure. have access to it, you sure. know, like in a town centre or whatever. Mm. But yeah, that go watch that scene. Yeah. And apparently it's not that exaggerated. That's awful. I mean, I remember, I don't know if this happened in your schooling time, but did you have the cold water bubblers come through? That was towards the end so of my they're, schooling. They're, they're like, artif- they're like um, refrigerated. Yeah, yeah. So they were no, not generally, no. this only happened in my last, like maybe two years of school, they started popping up. But it would be like more of a kind of like a rectangular um, thing that that sits on the ground, oh, yeah, coming out of the wall, yep. and they they refrigerate the water before it comes out. Now I remember too cold. It was way too cold. Not drinkable. It was it was like it was coming off I don't know Everest or something or off the Alps. It was awful. But the the other thing was I remember from that one. Similarly, 
people would go to the, it was meant to be for water bottle filling but people would put their mouth right under it and like basically oh, your head it was is like facing up yes yeah yeah people yeah, would be yeah. like facing upwards facing the sky <laughs> as it pours into their mouth and again it's just this this hasn't worked out we've got to be better than this we've got to be do better than this do you remember do you remember the rumors that they were going to put coke in the bubbles yeah well those were good days weren't they <laughs> And there was always a kid running for student council who said they were going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And we believed him. We're like, hell yeah, that'd be awesome. It'd have to be be relatively possible considering, just think of how they do post-mix at Macca's. Yeah. You know? Just set up a post-mix at the back. Would probably you know, like at a, you know, at like a bar, if you get a soft drink and they have that hose. Yes, totally. And on the end, they can just change the flavor. Oh, what a dream. What a dream. Imagine, just turn one of them upside down. (laughs) Oh, exactly. Easy. I mean, again, what you never think about in school is why would anyone in the leadership of the college agree to doing this? You just think, great idea. You said college. <laughs> what do you mean? Reveals your schooling <laughs> upbringing. Well, fair call. Um, but no, I was going to say, there's a weird crossover here, actually, because uh, just a couple of days ago, I was at a place that had a water cooler. And we're talking about water coolers. Oh, the, okay, the dogs and the snake are back, are they? Is the snake returned? Well, I'll go look after the podcast is done. They yeah. just re- they just keep scratching at the floorboards. Yeah, okay. They run to the front door and then bark at it. Wow. He's, he's now, the big one is now tracking it across the floor, so it might be on the move. It's a fun afternoon. They've been fun distracted afternoon. by drinking water. They'll be okay. <laughs> um, I was at a place the other day that had a water cooler, and this combines with our talk about spoilers, because I was going to, to get a drink from the water cooler, and someone leant over to me and said, spoiler alert, it's not very cold. And I just was <laughs> thinking, I'm not sure. You're like, oh, no spoilers. <laughs> You've ruined this experience for me. I wanted to be surprised. <laughs> Spoiler yeah, alert. Now- <laughs> it's not very cold. I know. I just remember thinking, <laughs> I don't, that's not going to ruin it for me now that I've, like, I, I don't understand why you tell me that. There's a total misuse of spoiler alert. You can say, hey, by the way, that's not very cold, but that's not like it's a big surprise that I'm waiting to find out. I'm going to start using spoiler alert <laughs> just in front of things I'm saying every day. Spoiler alert. I reckon it's time for dinner. <laughs> Spoiler alert, do you want to go for a picnic today? <laughs> I'm feeling like that. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm going to have to go investigate what's going on under my house. I'm <laughs> yeah. very confident this snake's on the move. I think the unseasonably... Well, it's not really unseasonable, but I think the warm weather today has coaxed it out. Sure. I'm a little concerned about it. Um, so I'll give you an update next podcast. Uh, animal updates just... aren't going well at the moment, though. So hopefully this snake has a better ending well, than my possum. I will just say we will end with a moment of silence for <laughs> both Pippa the possum yeah. and Tammy the Tamagotchi. May they rest in peace. I was about to start, you know, singing a sad song. Then I thought, no, we'll just leave it with silence. Why don't you? Why don't we have a return of the whistle? Could you do us <laughs> uh, see you again? I thought you were going to say the last post, and I thought that wouldn't be appropriate. No, that's a little, I think that's <laughs> uh, not super <clears throat> sensitive. Give us a from uh, I've made famous from Fast and the Furious Seven. Mm, yep. Okay. See you again, Charlie Puth, Wiz Khalifa. Let me just wet my lips. And as we remember, Tammy the Tamagotchi mm. and Pippa the Possum. <laughs> Oh, my God.
beautiful. <laughs> Not a dry eye in the house. A, a tribute truly <laughs> fitting to the occasion. Nope. Yeah. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Sorry to sorry that everyone will be crying across the nation at the moment, driving in your well, car, yeah. you know, walking to work, whatever, whenever you're listening. Sorry to bring you to tears like that, but it's important to remember the good ones. And and spoiler alert, this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Stay safe. We'll talk to you in a couple of days. Bye.